Hey everybody, this is Pastor Mike Wheeler. Today's Monday, September 8th, and we had an awesome discussion yesterday. If you weren't able to join us on Facebook Live at 10 a.m., uh, this is the broadcast, and we're glad that you were able to join us. Uh, we talked about a lot of things, but mainly about uh, our sanctification process and some of the misunderstandings we have of just working with and allowing the grace of God by the Holy Spirit to affect our lives. So sit back and enjoy. If you want to contact us, we're at www.cacnaz.net. God bless. We're both kind of excited about um, our discussion this morning, just because there's so many neat things that we need to talk about, and so I know, we got to rein it in. Um, if we seem a little flighty, uh, I apologize, but uh, there's just a lot of stuff that we want to cover and talk about. So um, hopefully, we can get your undivided attention for about the next 45 minutes. Hope you'll get ours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, but I thought maybe we would uh, open up with a song. Okay. We thought we'd do a traditional with a twist. Traditional hymn with a public yeah. With a twist. It's a public domain hymn, so we're not going to get in trouble. But it's, it's uh, "Come Thou Fount." Uh, you might know it as "Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing," and uh, we're doing a little bit modern take of it called "Come Thou Fount, Come Thou King." Um, but so if you want to look up any of those versions, um, feel free, or you might already know it by heart. Yeah. And we have Sarah watching us. So Sarah, I'm not even going to try to pronounce your last name, uh, cause I would butcher it badly, but welcome. It's good to have you I with us. I can't see it, but <laughs> good morning. Sarah Kokorudu. Kokoruda. Oh yeah. Hi Sarah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, hon. She's my Zumba gal. Oh, Zumba. Okay, yeah. Awesome. I've got uh, the wind's gonna blow my pages here, so I've got the icon that Don got me for my birthday. If you can see that, um, the harrowing of Hades, one of the oldest. Uh, oh, it comes from uh, the wall, a wall of one of the oldest churches in Christendom in Turkey. Yeah, and it signifies that at the resurrection, Christ pulled all of mankind out of death to be reconciled to God. So. Yeah, so you can see uh, Christ here resurrecting, defeating death in the grave. There's tombstones there. A uh, little halo signifies that he's divinity. You've got the law and the prophets and kings uh, looking on, and you see him with Adam and Eve in hand and he's towing them out of the grave resurrecting mankind so i'm using that for a paperweight this morning yep it's icons are kind of like good news in a nutshell it's a pictorial image of the good news all right here we go come now fount come Should now king yeah let's take that off we sing loud enough okay here we go Come thou fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious sonnet, 
sung by flaming tongues above. Praise the mountain fixed upon it, mount of thy redeeming love. Verse 2, if you're following along. I was lost in utter darkness Till you came and rescued me I was bound by all my sin When your love came and set me free Now my soul can sing a new song Now my heart has found a home now your grace is always with me And I'll never be alone Come thou found, come thou king Come thou precious prince of peace Hear your bride to you we sing Come thou found of our Come now, fount, come now, king, come now, precious prince of peace, hear your bride to you we sing, come now, fount of our blessing. All right, Valerie, sing verse three with us. Ready? Oh, oh, to grace, how great a debtor Daily I'm constrained to be Let thy goodness like a fetter Bind my wandering heart to thee Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it Prone to leave the God I love Here's my heart, Lord, take yeah, a one seat. of the responsorial psalms Seal it really for went with what the Lord wants us to do. Let's do It skips around, so it's come it's verse 1 and 2, 6 and 7, and 8 and 9, Psalm 95, if you're looking it at. If today you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Come, let us sing joyfully to the Lord. Come, Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us joyfully sing songs. And if today you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord who made us, for he is our God. We are the people he shepherds, the flock he guides. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Oh, that today you would hear his voice. Harden not your hearts as at Meribah, as in the day of Massa, in the desert, where your fathers tempted me, they tested me, though they had seen my works. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. That's, that's kind of our theme is uh, hearing God's voice. Hearing God's voice and, and hard, listening. Yeah. And here again, we need to define a couple of things here before we move on because this has a very religious tone to it. If mm -hmm. today you hear his voice, 
harden not your hearts. Well, we have to understand uh, a little science behind the human anatomy. And um, when the Bible talks about your heart, um, it's not talking about your physical heart that's beating your muscle in your chest. Uh, right. And it's not talking about your spirit either. Mm -mm. It's talking about that inner consciousness. It's talking about the mind that you have, your emotions. It's Who you really are at the core of your being. Amen. So when we say heart, we're talking about who you are mm -hmm. in the core of your being, yeah. the, the good parts. I like to quote that um, about not trusting your heart or not trusting your feelings or emotions. You know, the heart is deceitful above all things and who can know it. That is not talking about your feelings, your emotions. It's talking about, um, the, in that scripture, it's actually talking about that our ego self, our persona, our personality, mm -hmm. who we put out there for the world. We can't trust that because it's not real. It's not the truth. But what is at the center of us, our, our core being, that we can trust. Amen. And one other thing I wanted to point out in this is when the scriptures say, let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. That's not figurative. No. That's, that's a very real, that's a real thing that thanksgiving brings us into the very presence of God. And yeah. that's why it's a good way to start your day. Yep. By just practicing thankfulness. Gratefulness. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, I'd mentioned, um, I kind of want to talk about science for a minute. Okay. But I just wanted to open up. Derek Mueller's watching. Derek, good to have you. Good morning. You. Uh, tell Amanda hi and tell Pastor Nathan we said hi. Um, they're probably meeting right now yep. over in Bonner Springs. Mm -hmm. So uh, good to have you with us. Valerie, thanks for sharing. If anybody else has a comment or a, or a question, praise report, you're not going to interrupt us. So no. Uh, feel free to. I can't look at it while we're doing this anyway because <laughs> I'll get totally distracted. I'm getting I look better at it afterwards. I'm getting better at it. Okay. Well, I have a confession to make uh, before God and, and everybody this morning. Um, I don't think you've noticed it before, but I've got a bald spot. I've got a bald spot right back here. I don't think you've probably ever noticed it before, but. I can't see it, and so, but it's there, and uh, I thought I would just let you know because I'm growing my hair out long, but I don't want to be pretentious. I do have a bald spot, and I can't see it, so therefore you can't see it, right? <laughs> well, think Whatever back. gets you through the day. <laughs> well, think back. Uh, remember when you were in high school and you took biology class? Yep. I mean... I, I took it. college prep, but okay. Well, I took biology two or three times. <laughs> I think I finally got a D and passed the second or third time. But I remember in high school biology, remember at the end of the year, they always dissected a frog. Oh, yeah. We had dissected all kinds of stuff. So that was kind of what the teacher, you know, motivated us with, that at the end of the year, we were going to get to dissect a frog. And it was funny because... Some kids just wouldn't look. Mm -hmm. They'd stay in the back of the room and didn't want to look, didn't want to know. And some kids just skipped that day. I, yeah. I remember some, some kids that just said they weren't coming to class because they... And then others loved it, like mm -hmm. me. I was diving in. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see and see what mm -hmm. was... And of course, as a kid, growing up somewhat in the country, um, Olathe, Kansas, back when I was growing up, was a 
really a small town, so we dissected frogs with pocket knives. So it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't too new for me, but it was cool because you know you peel back the skin mm -hmm. and you see the muscles, mm -hmm. and then you peel back that, and you see the heart mm -hmm. and the organs, and you see these layers of yep. what what makes up the frog. Well, today we're going to kind of peel back the human being. And uh, it's a science lesson. I want to talk about the Trinity, first of all, because uh, the Trinity, as you know, is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. You may see Don and I remind ourselves of that. We'll mm -hmm. remind ourselves that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. We're you know, three in one. I'm in yeah. Him. And a lot me. of people think that crossing yourself is a Catholic thing. Um, that actually was a practice way before the you know organized uh, Catholic Church. It's just a Christian thing. It's a first century very, Christian thing. Very Christian thing. Mm -hmm. So the Bible says that we're made in the image of God. And so that image is spirit, mind, and body so what I wanted to define for everyone right off the bat is you are a spirit mm -hmm. you are a created being you are a spirit like God you have a mind and mm -hmm. Don mentioned that your inner self your true self that ego your subconscious your your will your emotions you have a mind and we live mm -hmm. in a body mm -hmm. And if you've ever been to a funeral and seen a dead person, mm -hmm. this really comes alive in yeah. your awareness because you see that that is a body laying yep. there and there's a brain still inside the head, but there's no life. There's no person there. There's the essence of that right. person is gone. They don't yep. even look the same nope. sometimes. Mm -mm. Nope. You know, one that empty shell. Yeah. And so you really see that illustrated yep. when you see a human being that the life has left them mm -hmm. well Paul says in scripture that we are to be sanctified and that's a very religious word but it's yeah, a part it it's a part of Christianity that we we do have to talk about and mm -hmm. we have to talk to you about it but he said that we're to be sanctified spirit mind and body yep and see, this is the process of our faith, is that by faith, through grace, we're sanctified by God. Listen to what he says in 1 Thessalonians 5.23. He said, may God himself, mm -hmm. the God of peace, sanctify you through, through and, and through. through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, that's good news because it said God's going to do it. God's going to do it. We have to cooperate um, because we have free will and God is never going to do something to us against our will. Mm -hmm. um, so we have to open our heart and cooperate with that. And then, you know, sanctification again, it just means um, uh, setting apart for holiness. And, right. and, and it's, and it, it's worth noting that uh, God includes our body. You know, we've had a lot of bad teaching that our body is bad, our flesh is bad. That is not scriptural. That developed mm -hmm. um, over time. Um, not even in the first couple hundred years, I don't think, of Christianity. That yeah. was even a thing. Um, so our bodies can be sanctified too. 
Absolutely. And it's our whole entire being that God loves. God loves our bodies. He chose to incarnate in the flesh. Absolutely. Okay. I'm no, that's great. So <laughs> what I wanted to establish is that our spirit has been redeemed. Yes. Our mind is being redeemed. Transformed. If you, if you yep. remember mm -hmm. last week, the scripture in Romans mm -hmm. said be transformed by the renewing of your mind mm -hmm. and this is a process that goes our yeah. entire life yes. if you're not learning you're dying yeah you're digressing you're most digressing. likely yeah so our mind is being redeemed mm -hmm. and our bodies ultimately will be redeemed mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at the last day mm -hmm. our bodies will be redeemed so that we have to we have to understand these distinctions mm -hmm. um, our opening psalm that we read as a group um, says that we listen to his voice yeah. and it talks about hearing his voice and uh, there's another scripture in 2 Corinthians 5.19 that says God was reconciling the world to himself mm -hmm. in Christ not counting people's sins against them and he has committed to us the message mm -hmm. of reconciliation. So again, here we have has been. Yep. The world has been. It's past tense. So right. your spirit has been redeemed. Yes. Your mind is being redeemed if you're submitting to God in that and the spirit and listening to his voice. And see, this is the key. So it's time for us to wake up to God's presence and so when we say hear his voice and listen we're mm -hmm. talking about a function that's happening in our spirit right so we listen we make decisions not based on our minds right you remember know, you are not your thoughts there's an old marketing saying that says people buy things emotionally mm -hmm. and then they try to justify them rationally yeah um, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> and we don't make decisions with our bodies. Mm -mm. Uh, men, if you're listening, you know, you don't, you don't want to think with your bodies. We don't want to make decisions based on our innate desire that wants to fulfill selfish whims right. and pleasures. Um, we've, throughout our marriage, have had a, uh, speaking of purchases, we've had a three-day rule. And we try, yeah. Yeah, we try to do that. But mm -hmm. it's a good policy to have that for larger purchases, you want to pray about it. Oh, no. <laughs> you want to pray about it and uh, commit it to God and then just thank Him for the answer and then, and then just wait. Yeah. And then uh, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart and make those decisions by your spirit mm -hmm. and listen to the promptings of the spirit because God will teach you things and will tell you things about your life and about the condition of your heart and uh, we have to be in a position to listen mm -hmm. to the spirit so God has given us pastors uh, that's our role mm -hmm. he's given us teachers um, he's given us those in authority but they are only here to help you see the bald spots in your yeah. life because we have spots in our life that like the bald spot we just aren't aware of it we right. don't see it and sometimes it takes an objective 
honest person to just help you see that. Jesus called it the plank and the eye. Right. But they're not here to tell you what to do. And mm -mm. they're not here to compel you like with God says or mm -hmm. thus says the Lord. You know, they're not here to guilt you into things. They're mm -hmm. not here to get to to make you do things out of condemnation. You know, I got to thinking this week, we one of the sayings we have to get rid of in the church is you got to get right with God. Yeah. We are right with God. We have been made. We you just heard that scripture. We just heard that scripture that says that um that we have been reconciled. We have been forgiven. Reconciliation means you've just been made, we've been made right with God. Um, it's just up to us to um, receive that and acknowledge that. But yeah, that's, a, that's an old religious saying, um, you know, you got to get right with God. It's like, no, you are right with God, right here, right now. Right, and, and Taylor's pointing out, that's a good point, Taylor. <laughs> we are not physical beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual yeah. beings having a physical Yep, that's right. That's right. Very astute, Taylor, and that's, that's true because mm -hmm. I'm going to refer to it later, but I use the term the human experience. You know, God is having a human experience. Through us. Through us. And... So these things that he's created, our bodies mm -hmm. and our mm -hmm. minds, like Don had mentioned, these things are good. Yes. He, he looked at his creation and he said, this is good. Very good. Right. So a pastor can, <clears throat> can warn you, and there's an Old Testament scripture um, in the Old Testament. It, it talked about prophets and coming and warning people mm -hmm. and saying, hey, if you keep up this way of living there's going to be a penalty yeah. or there's going to be a price that has to be paid. And again, that's not so much God with retribution, no. but that's just you. Consequences of the path that you're on. Right. And in the New Testament, they talk about, and I think you're going to read a little bit in Matthew, but it talks about if a brother sins against yeah. you, you can go to them in truth and love and you can confront them and you can talk in love and you can point these things out to them um, but it's not giving you license to point fingers and and for you to point out Condemn. the sin in somebody's right. life I, right. I jotted down you know you hear preachers a lot of times say that we got to we got to preach sin well it's not our job to convict people of sin that's nope. the holy spirit's right. job and that's what we're talking about it's a bad idea to preach on sin from the pulpit because its only effect is the sin that we see. So you're only going to preach about the things that we see that are easy to target. You know, things like drinking and dancing and smoking. And it's very easy. The way you easy. dress. The way you dress. Uh, it's, the it's, do's and the don'ts. It's real easy to heap condemnation yeah. on people. Yeah. And you're going to make their salvation uh, about works works but it's the sin that makes you bitter soils your thinking yeah. it's all of these inner sins that really ruin well i like what um father lives. richard Rohr says is that we are not punished 
for our sins. We've been completely forgiven. Our sins have been cast as far as the east is from the west. But we punish ourselves by our sins. Mm-hmm. You were going to read something out of Matthew then? Well, if we're going to go into how we handle uh, conflict with... You know, you, you had mentioned um, the Matthew uh, 18, 15 through 20, and we were reading it because it was in today's lectionary. And it just talks about um, how you handle a conflict within the church. And um, I'll just read this. Um, the, how you're used to hearing it is, um, you know, if you, if you go to them in private and they won't listen, you take another person with you to reason with them. If they won't listen, you take them before the church. If they won't even listen to the church, then you're to treat them as a tax collector and a sinner. And basically, we've read that our whole lives is then you, you're shunned, shunned, <laughs> unshunned. You are, you are shunned um, and uh, just put basically cast outside, um, ca- cast outside of the church. Sounds like um, retributive justice. But God is a God of restorative justice. And so I, I was just curious, so I pulled it up in the message. This is how the message uh, uh, interprets Matthew 18, 15 through 20. If a fellow believer hurts you, go and tell him. Work it out between the two of you. If he listens, here's that word again, listens. If he listens, you've made a friend. If he won't listen, take one or two others along so that the presence of witnesses will keep things honest and try again. If he still won't listen, tell the church. If he won't listen to the church, you'll have to start over from scratch. Confront him with the need for repentance and offer again God's forgiving love. Take this most seriously. A yes on earth is yes in heaven. A no on earth is a no in heaven. What you say to one another is eternal. I mean this, when two of you get together on anything at all on earth and make a prayer of it, my Father in heaven goes into action. And when two or three of you are together because of me, you can be sure that I'll be there. But what I wanted to focus on is that if he won't listen to the church, you'll have to start over from scratch, confront him with the need for repentance, and offer again God's forgiving love. That sounds like restorative justice mm-hmm. instead of retributive justice. That's why it really pays to um, look at different um, different translations because that's a whole different meaning. Right. We're not we're not um, shunning them as you know beneath us. Oh, those dirty sinners! No, um, we are um, we're going to just start all over with the good news. Hey, brother, God loves you. You've been forgiven. Let's be in fellowship. Amen. Because back to the, the process of sanctification is one of listening and obeying God's voice in love and patience. And that scripture that Don talked about talks about a, a brother or a sister going in love and patience and... Okay, sorry. Um, but uh, on, today's, on today's... Um, Don't blow on, on today's Richard Rohr meditation, it was funny because this was the last paragraph in his meditation today. It goes right along with it. We all need to apologize and we all need to forgive for humanity to have a sustainable future. Otherwise, we are controlled by the past, individually and corporately. 
History easily devolves into taking sides, bitterness, holding grudges, and the violence that inevitably follows. No wonder that almost two-thirds of Jesus' teaching is directly or indirectly about forgiveness. As others have said, forgiveness is to let go of our hope for a different past. And that can be hard. Mm. Reality is what it is is now and such acceptance leads to great freedom and the possibility of healing forgiveness mm -hmm. god takes you at the point of grace right now and you never are to question god's love for you question your reconciliation or your salvation mm -hmm. and what we're talking about in sanctification is a process of growing in grace by faith and God takes you from one step mm -hmm. to the other and he accepts you right where you're at yes. and we need to be more like that yeah yeah we need to accept people right where they're at and learn to deal with them in love mm -hmm. like Christ would do yet encouraging them to grow yeah. and encouraging them to love and good works love and good works amen so wherever you are today in this human experience uh, wherever you are in your understanding of grace uh, your understanding of God's presence within you uh, know this and Don alluded to it earlier you are responsible mm -hmm. for the life that you live ultimately and Psalms tells us that God takes pleasure with you. He takes yes. pleasure in his people. <clears throat> he does not take pleasure in our suffering. No. And why do I say all this? Um, because whatever the devil or your ego, your false self, your carnal nature, whatever those are telling you about what you need to do to be loved and accepted by God is a lie. Mm -hmm. And so many of us are still looking uh, for these external things that are going to make us right with God. They're yeah. looking um, morality codes, um, do's and don'ts, and right. those are all external. Has an absolutely superficial. Has absolutely nothing to do with your true self. Yeah, because you remember in in Exodus it tells the story of the Passover mm -hmm. and it. He tells the people of Israel to remember this uh, throughout their generations and they were to apply the blood over mm -hmm. the doorpost and the angel of death would would pass them by and um, we're still looking for those external things. Yeah. We're still looking for things that we can do to mm -hmm. let the angel of death pass by and to grant us acceptance before God. But what we've said all throughout mm -hmm. this uh, broadcast is that the blood has been applied yes and it's been applied once for and all. for all <clears throat> so we are imploring you to be reconciled allow yourself to live in that state of understanding that you've been reconciled back to God and then by faith and grace allow that process of sanctification uh, to work itself out in your mm -hmm. life but realize that it takes patience and it takes grace i'm not the same person that i was 15 20 30 years ago Five. god has his perfect work mm -hmm. and we're changing all the time mm -hmm. and so all of this begins by you taking responsibility to listen 
to the voice of God for yourself mm -hmm. and sometimes not so much other people right and sometimes not so much even pastors with ulterior motives yeah you gotta be careful um, and you have to be sensitive and this goes back to what Dawn's talked about for weeks now this goes back to just your daily time of, of reflection mm -hmm. and prayer and listening to that yeah. that still small voice so again when we say listen we're not talking about ears right um, we're You're talking listening with the ears of your heart and your spirit yeah amen and then be faithful then to by grace do what he says yeah in grace mm -hmm. amen did mm -hmm. you have anything else you wanted to share with everybody nope i've just got a closing thought and a benediction well my uncle bill is watching from <coughs> hey, florida uncle bill, Aunt wow. Shirley. uncle bill and Aunt, yeah tell aunt shirley we said hi and scotty um we were actually going to come down and see them this year before the the whole covid thing hit so uh, good to have you. Uh, we've had a few technical issues, but uh, <laughs> like the wind blowing our camera over, but now all of a sudden the wind has, has stopped. Ceased. So, Amen. Well, um, Dawn's got a closing scripture, and then I think we'll sing the doxology, and I think we're good. Okay, I just thought this was neat today. This was in another um, thing I like to read in, in the mornings. English priest C.F. Andrews who was called Dina Bandu, which means friend of the poor, by the Indians among whom he served, said this, Christ seeks from us deeds, not words. Devotion to him is in the first place not sentimental, but practical. If the Christian faith has no power to restore or recreate the human will, leading one to deeds of unselfish service, then it stands self-condemned. And here's our prayer. Lord, keep us from following a faith that awaits peace in heaven. You are our peace, and you are always with us. May your peace come, and your will be done on earth as indeed it is in heaven. Amen. And here's our benediction. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storms. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors or our front porch. Amen. 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 All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. It's um, been an adventure this morning. It has been an adventure. <laughs> and uh, speaking of relatives down in Arizona, I just kind of felt compelled to say, Daphne and Roby, if you're watching, uh, this message is for you because you're still that kid that love Jesus mm -hmm. with all your heart yep. and no matter where you're at or what you've done um, God's waiting for you yep. he's 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 loving he's waiting uh, he's just waiting for you to invite him back in and mm -hmm. just uh, allow him to live the rest of your life out and yeah. so uh, don't and beat yourself up and uh, don't feel like you deserve um, what you're getting as, as punishment because God's still there and he loves you yes. and he wants he wants to begin right now the rest of your life. So, and I pray that for everyone. Yeah. I pray that for everyone that's watching. And if you uh, have any specific questions or prayer requests, you know, feel free to message us. Our website's on there. You can send us a, 
uh, a question, you can send yeah. us a prayer request, and we'd love to answer yeah. you direct. So that just reminded me that the scripture I was talking about earlier, where it says, you know, if you're if your conscious or, or conscience or your you know your ego self you know is condemning you and making you feel condemned and guilty it said you know take courage that god is greater than that so maybe just focus on that this week amen amen, amen. let's sing the doxology all right i don't know that uh shelly's watching but well she can show it to her later yeah. this is for caitlin all right praise, praise god, god from whom all blessings flow Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above, ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. May the peace of Christ be with you. 